0: Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dale Lally, and uh, well, the Steelers wrapped up. What is their final full practice uh, before they play their first preseason game uh, Saturday night at Accra Stadium against the Seattle Seahawks uh, at St. Vincent College here uh, on Wednesday, on Thursday. Days are all running together for me here, Wednesday, Thursday. You know how it is when you've seen 14 practices before a preseason game. I mean, holy mackerel. That's just uh, almost unheard of these days, but uh, that's what the Steelers have gone through here. 14 practices before they get to an actual game. And I tell you, these guys are ready to get out there and do some hitting against somebody other than Steelers. Mike Tomlin kind of surprised today a little bit. Typically, uh, you know, that final practice before they play their first preseason game, he kind of eases up on guys a little bit. This one uh, Thursday's practice was physical again, however, kept the players in pads and, and, um, You know, I think that was in large part because, as I mentioned previously, you know, Wednesday's practice was not the most uh, crisp of of sessions. And so I think, uh, you know, he wanted to see something better on both sides of the ball, really, from from the offense and then the defense as well. Um, So this thing started out, uh, you know, again. After going over four on on the. in that that Wednesday practice in seven shots to start to start the session off uh Mr. Biskey comes back and goes four for four um you know and, and looked good doing so uh threw a jump ball to George Pickens on the uh, on the first play kind of a back shoulder throw and he went up over Cam Sutton came down with the catch uh then you saw Anthony uh pitched to Anthony McFarland he got into the end zone again they were live tackling today so he get, he falls into the end zone that's another one that's off a kind of a little uh, sweep action there a true old-fashioned sweep with uh, you know guys getting out there in front of him. Um, that it was a nice little play uh, quick catch it and throw at the Anthony Miller for a little inside screen and Miller uh, bowls his way into the end zone fighting through a tackle there to go three nothing and then he went back on the first pass that George Pickens was to the left side the second one uh, this one to the right side and he goes up and gets the catch there on the on the other side, almost identical catch there. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to him a ton about George Pickens and what he can be in this offense. Um, that's one thing that those jump balls uh, in those kind of situations, he is the guy to go up and get the football. Uh, a lot of, uh, again, one-on-one stuff, defensive backs against wide receivers, there were running backs against uh, some some of the defensive backs as well. Jalen Warren once again showing that uh, you know he's really got some juice. Um, a couple of really nice runs up the middle, and um, you know Benny Snell was out for this practice. I think he's dealing with a knee injury. Left practice early on, uh, on Wednesday, and Jalen Warren comes out and just had a couple of really electrifying runs. This kid he has a chance to really do something here this year. Um, again, as I told you earlier in camp, I was told that uh, he's the second best running back in camp, and that wasn't coming from me. That's coming from somebody in the know. Um, he's done nothing to disprove that at this point. That kid is really playing his way not only under the roster but into a <clears throat> perhaps a role for the Steelers in uh, in this uh, in this thing. Um, he is just really, uh, really showing up every day. Uh, later in a non-tackling drill, he had to run up the middle, broke into the clear, and then uh, picked up a block from Cody White, and Warren cut off the block very nicely and, and took that to the end zone. Now, that was, again, a non-tackling drill, and maybe somebody would have gotten him on the ground at some point there, but he has some burst. When he hits the line of scrimmage, uh, he is at full speed, so that's something to keep an eye on when you get into the game on Saturday night. Uh, Mike Tomlin announcing that, well, the starters are going to play and play uh, about probably a better part of a quarter, uh, if not a full quarter against the Seahawks. Um, Then we're going to see the twos and then we're going to see the threes. But he said, and and people were taking this, well, you know, uh, Mason Rudolph is going to be with the twos and uh, uh, Kenny Pickett's going to be with the threes. And that means Kenny Pickett's going to play just the fourth quarter. Don't be so surprised though because what Mike Tomlin actually said in that situation was a little more interesting. He was asked about how they were going to handle the quarterback position in this game and he said uh, it's probably going to be the way it's played out here to this point. Like I mentioned to you guys, I wasn't going to be blowing the uh, wasn't going to be blowing the wind regarding the quarterback rotation. We've been thoughtful about giving guys an opportunity to work with different groups. But our intentions are to play them in this first time out, very much the way we started this process. Now, you can look at that and say, okay, the way they started this process was Trubisky, then Rudolph, and then Pickett. But he also said they're going to mix some of those groups up. And we've seen that as well. And to that point, in this practice on Thursday, Kenny Pickett got the second team snaps. Now, it's going to be Mason Rudolph playing after Mitch Trubisky. But that doesn't mean that Kenny Pickett's just going to play the fourth quarter in this game. I could see a situation where they bring Pickett in to get a little bit of run with some of the, the second team guys just to get his feet wet a little bit there. They need to see him in stadium. And I know, again, people were, well, Kenny Pickett had a better, he had a, a really good day on on Wednesday's practice. I've seen that. I've, I've read that elsewhere and seen it tweeted out. I'm here to tell you, there were some throws, yes, that he completed but he would have been sacked. Like he's still got to get rid of the ball more quickly. And so that's the one thing that you want to see from Kenny Pickett uh, when they get into that game on on Saturday, you know, can he get rid of the football while he's under pressure? He's never been in a live NFL pocket before. They don't tackle the quarterback to the ground when they, when they have these live uh, settings here at at training camp. And so that's going to be interesting. Um, You know, some, some guys that, uh, you know you don't expect, I don't expect to see like TJ Watt or Cam Hayward or some other guys like that in this game, but there's some guys that are nicked up as well that I don't expect to see here. Like, I don't, you're not going to see Deontay Johnson out there, I don't believe, even though he practiced on Thursday as a full participant. Um, I, I don't think that you're going to see, uh, I mentioned Snell, you're not going to see Najee Harris, even though he was back at practice day, although he didn't do any of the contact stuff. Um, so some things to keep an eye on there, but you're going to see a lot of these younger guys who are trying to prove themselves like a Jalen Warren. Um, So that's kind of a thing to keep an eye on here as the Steelers get into this uh, preseason schedule here Um, next week's the last week of training camp. And so they'll be going back to the South side. Um, You know, things change a little bit. Uh, They'll do that uh, later in the week. They'll break camp right before they go to Jacksonville and I don't know that I expect a lot of things to change there. I think Mason Rudolph has been steady, Eddie. Very steady behind Mr. Brisky. Trubisky has his, his had his good days. He's had his bad days. But he's had more good than bad in, over the last week and a half or so. Um, some of this stuff where, were, you know, I've, I've seen, seen and heard some stuff where people were saying that, uh, well, he's had a bad camp. That's really not the reality of the situation. I, I've seen him improve um and get a better command of things and so you know I think the Steelers all along have wanted Mitch Trubisky to be that guy and you know I think he's pretty much done that job um I'm gonna take a break when we come back we'll uh, we'll come back with a little bit more here on what's going on with the Steelers and maybe some other stuff around the league we'll do that when we come back this is the Dale Lally Show on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network Welcome back. This is the Dale Lally Show here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Dale Lally, and um, had a chance to talk to some of the offensive linemen uh, on, uh, on this team on, the, on Thursday. And, you know, as I mentioned before, this continuity thing takes some time on the offensive line. One thing I've seen, though, from the offensive line really over the last week or so, they're starting to open some holes in the run game. The passing game still been a little bit of a work in progress, and and that's that's to be expected. But we're starting to see some of the the combo blocks and things of that nature. And one of the guys who stood out there again, I, th- I mentioned those uh, Jalen Warren uh, runs in, in the first segment. They were up the middle, basically be behind the, those three middle guys that were doing their job in those situations. And I understand the Steelers, you know, Tyson Alulu still not out there doing a whole lot in terms of, uh, you know, getting after it, uh, you know, and then you know, Montrevious Adams has been out for the last few days. So that's kind of to be expected, but you still got to make those blocks and you still got to be able to, to, to break those runs. And, and that's what we're seeing a little bit more of. These guys are getting some, some good blocking up front and creating some creases for the running backs. So I like what I've started to see there. Um, you know, I think that, the pass blocking part of it will come, and I seen you know people talking about you know Chooks Akora well he's really struggling. Well, yeah, he's struggling against T.J. Watt, and, and I and I talked to core uh, for about that um, on Thursday. I'm like, you're gonna be you're gonna be the happiest guy to see this camp end. He says, well, you know, I look at it both ways. You know, it's it's allowing me an opportunity to get better uh, because I'm going against T.J. Watt every day, and we know how good he is. I was watching him after practice on Thursday, and he's out there 20 minutes after practice ends. Uh, you see T.J. Watt out there working on, uh, you know, his getting around the edge with some of the other guys out there, you know, some of the young guys at that uh, defensive lineman and, and linebackers, you know, kind of going through, all right, here's hand placement and things of that nature. Get your duck and and, and turn the corner, things like that. And that's what separates him from a lot of uh, you know the other really great players in the league right now, I'm sure they work as well. But you just see TJ Watt constantly perfecting the uh, perfecting his craft and and so I'm not going to kill Chooks or Korah for because he's he's having trouble blocking TJ Watt. No kidding, everybody has trouble blocking TJ Watt. That's why he had 22 and a half sacks last year. Um, see what it looks like in the game, uh, you know. And I think that's kind of one of the things that I really want to see. Saturday night against the Seattle Seahawks and they're not a great test. It's not a very, it's not a great defense. Um, but can this offensive line go out there and create some holes, create some space and, and and make some, make some noise out there. Um, Can they protect and do things like that? I don't, you know, this, nobody really game plans for these preseason games. It's more about the one-on-one stuff and and, and just a general kind of vanilla kind of thing on both sides of the football but I want to see that offensive line hold up against somebody other than the Steelers. Lest we forget the Steelers have the best pass rush in the league. They've had the best pass rush in the league the last five years. So of course you expect the offensive line to have some trouble blocking that unit. That's just, I mean, that's, that's really very good. the best group in the league working against a a group that's, that's certainly not the best group in the league. And, and so You know, the expectation is, is that the defense should win in those situations. You know, even if it's Chris Wormley out there, Chris Wormley had eight sacks last year. We don't expect him to get to the quarterback in some of these situations. That's that's just not realistic. So I want to see how it looks when they're out there working against somebody else. And, 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 you know, I want to see continual steps. Um, You know, they've been in pads now about six or seven times. Now I want to see what it looks like in a game. That's what these things are for—to get these guys ready. And so Mike Tomlin's going to play that unit uh, pretty much that whole first quarter. Maybe even leaves them out there a little bit longer. And that's a good thing. These guys are all young; they're all you know up and coming kind of uh, players here. Um, You know, I don't know that you have the high upside with a lot of these guys, but you don't need that if you've got a a bunch of guys across the board—five guys who are average—you've got a top fifteen line, maybe a top twelve line in the in the league because there's no real weakness. So that's what I want to see from this offensive line group. Show me that you don't have any weaknesses in terms of that's the guy we got to go after. That's the guy opposing teams are going to go after. That's really what this is about. Um, You know, you you just I think not only are the players ready to see somebody else other than beating up on each other. I think, you know, I think everybody who's been out there covering these practices every day for the last uh basically over <laughs> for three weeks now wants to see the Steelers working against somebody else. That's what's going to happen on Saturday night at Accra stadium. I'm Dale Lally. That's going to uh, do it for the Dale Lally show today. I'll be back again tomorrow. I'll give you a little bit more of a game preview, here. give you some other guys. Uh, we'll get more specific with some guys. I'm interested in seeing play. We'll do that uh, tomorrow. So tune in for that. Uh, tune in for all of our shows. Check out all of our shows here on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. Give us a like. Give us some, you know, give us a, leave us some uh, reactions. Whatever you want to do there, we, we appreciate the feedback. That'll do it for today. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.